0: Fire Tribe. Welcome back to the Balance Fawn Podcast, Soul on Fire. And if this is your first time listening to the podcast, then welcome to the show. I'm guessing if it's your first time that you came over today because of the amazing Anthony William, the medical medium, who is today's guest. So all of our Anthony William fans, thank you so much for heading over to this show It is such an honor for me to have Anthony on the podcast. Anybody who follows me closely or really follows me at all probably knows that I've been a huge fan of the medical medium for many years now. I think I found Anthony even back before I had critical health issues and was always interested in his philosophy and his way of life and his incredible ability to be a conduit for Incredible healing information. I might have just said incredible 10 times because that's how I feel about him. So it's truly been an honor to have him on the show, to have this conversation with him and to develop a friendship with him from afar. So before I really introduce Anthony and what he's all about, I also just want to say to everyone listening who may not be familiar with mediums and psychics and medical intuitives, then I just want to remind you and encourage you to keep an open mind. There are so many ways to heal. And Anthony and myself, we both believe in Western medicine. We both believe in doctors for critical health issues, for surgeries, for so many different things, where Western medicine plays a huge role. So I don't want you to listen to this podcast and think that Anthony or myself are encouraging you not to see a doctor if you have something very difficult with your health going on. Um, but also I do encourage you to keep an open mind. And this is a very spiritual podcast, so I don't feel that I have to warn anyone too much for what we're going to get into here. Uh, in this episode, we didn't really talk that much about Anthony's connection to spirit and how he started listening to spirit etc because i feel that that information is out there about anthony in his books and on his own podcast and if you even research on google you'll find out that anthony first heard the spirit of compassion when he was very young that's what uh that is the name of the spirit that he talks to, who guides him and gives him medical, just all the medical wisdom. Uh, Anthony is the founder of the Global Celery Juice Movement. He's a New York Times bestseller. He's been helping people heal from chronic illness for over 35 years, and he's helping He's he's helping so many. Um, if you even just browse the hashtag medical medium on Instagram, you will see Millions of people sharing their healing stories from chronic eczema to completely healed to Lyme disease to fibromyalgia to acne to arthritis to all any chronic illness that you could ever imagine. Anthony has his own podcast. He has many books. He has a new book coming out, a brand new book that he actually mentioned when we were chatting in this episode, and he said he was about to announce it to his audience. And just a couple of days later, he did. His new book is called Cleanse to Heal, and it's available for pre-order now, where he covers everything from... How to heal from anxiety, depression, acne, eczema, Lyme, gut problems, brain fog, weight issues, bloating, psoriasis, cysts, fatigue, PCOS, and more. And I will let you guys dive into that. Um, I know that you will just be so fascinated by him. So, what you'll find in this episode, which is a bit different from other episodes on the show, is that I actually was not talking that much. I wasn't even asking that many questions. I was listening to Anthony. He is such a wealth of knowledge. He's such a powerhouse full of healing information. And to talk to him is one of my absolute top manifestations come true. So you guys have heard me in the past say, I'm going to manifest the medical medium on the podcast. And here we are. So I didn't really um, ask him that many questions because Anthony came in the gate with a lot to say. He's very passionate about The subject of healing people. I want everybody to know that he has a heart of gold. He is extremely compassionate. He really truly wants people to heal. He doesn't want people to suffer. He wants to help. He works for the chronically ill. He wants to help all of us. So that's why he writes his books. That's why he no longer sees patients. He has a five million person wait list. He's healed millions of people with his information and it's amazing. So I could go on about Anthony forever, but I wanted to just share that he's so sweet. He's such a sweet human being. And I love his heart beyond all of his gifts and his capabilities, which are truly incredible. He's a very, very kind human. And I like to highlight kind people on this show. So I really had hundreds of questions for Anthony, but there was only so much time. So we did dive into some questions that I've been dying to know from Anthony, and he also just riffed a lot on autoimmune and healing and celery juice, of course, because how could we not? And Lyme disease, of course, because I have Lyme disease, so of course I wanted to ask him all about Lyme. And that's another thing I will ask you guys to keep an open mind about because there's a lot of opinions Out there about Lyme. It's a very misunderstood disease. And I like to share information from all sides of the coin. So, Anthony will share his perspective on Lyme disease. I'm going to have my Lyme doctor on to share her perspective on Lyme disease. And I just want you guys to remember that I love to highlight all different perspectives on this show from the highly spiritual to the totally medical and everything in between. So, this episode happened in divine timing because we'd been trying to make it happen for years. Uh, Anthony's a busy guy and he has a lot going on and he doesn't do a lot of interviews. So I feel very honored to have had him on. Totally happened in divine timing because now I'm following a full blown medical medium protocol for Lyme. I'm going to share a lot more about my journey on my blog and on Instagram and here on the podcast. I'm about. 8 days in to the protocol. I mean, of course I got inspired after having him on the show and decided to fully dive into it myself. And when this episode comes out, I'll be about 2 weeks into the protocol. So I'll share how it's going for me, but I'm eating fully medical medium style foods, celery juice every morning, 32 ounces of celery juice every morning, his heavy metal detox smoothie every morning, and then lots and lots of fruits and vegetables all throughout the day, baked potatoes, cucumbers, tomatoes. I wasn't eating nightshades before this, but now I'm eating nightshades. And Anthony has his opinions on nightshades, which you can read about in his book, um, many books. So I'm so into the medical medium lifestyle right now, I couldn't possibly be more passionate or more excited about a guest on this show. So if you enjoy this episode, definitely tell Anthony that he needs to come back on the Balanced Bond podcast so we can ask him all the questions that we didn't get to in this episode and hear more background about his life. Because honestly, I just want to learn more about Anthony as a person. And at the end of this episode, we did get to have some of the um, more personal rapid fire questions that I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. So that's fun too. But I also wanted to leave nearly all of my time with Anthony for him to share healing wisdom with us. So with that, before we get into the episode with Anthony, I wanted to tell you guys about this amazing program that my friends Krista and Lindsay from the Almost 30 podcast. I'm sure you know of it. It is a top podcast on iTunes. I'm pretty sure they're always in the top 5 or the top 10 in the health and fitness and spiritual categories. They're truly the kindest people with the best podcast that I listen to every week. So they have a program that's out now called Podcast Pro. And I wanted to share about it with you guys because people ask me all the time how to start a podcast. And I've had friends start podcasts lately, and they have just told me, oh my gosh, it's so hard to figure out how to start a podcast. Where do you even begin? So I wanted to share with everybody listening about Krista and Lindsay's Podcast Pro program. It's a comprehensive digital program to support, guide, and empower you as you launch, market, and monetize the podcast of your dreams. So I have friends from all over, friends from college, friends from when I was younger, friends who I've met in the wellness world who pretty much at least one person a day will text me and say, I want to start a podcast, but I don't know where to begin and I don't know how to monetize it and all these other things. So usually my first piece of advice is don't start a podcast because you want to monetize it. Um, Start a podcast because you are truly in love with the process and the passion So I don't know what Krista and Lindsay's advice is. I'm sure it's comprehensive and amazing. Their program is completely available now. If you sign up between now and the 31st of January, which is in two days, you'll get three live calls with Krista and Lindsay to guide you through the six-week process. And then after February 1st, 201, my lucky number, the a la carte course will be available. So the program is basically for anybody who's been dreaming of starting a podcast and feels called to share their message, but is intimidated to jump into the podcast space because it can be intimidating. And also anyone who's looking to grow their reach and attract more listeners or needs help with the technical aspects of recording and publishing a podcast, you'll learn so many different things from the best way to grow and reach your audience to how to define your audience and create content that speaks to them. How to create an epic community, which, if anybody knows how to create an epic community of devoted fans, it would be Krista and Lindsay. They traveled the world. They went on an international tour for all of 2019. I'm so inspired by them. I love the way that they run their business. I love the people that they are. They were both at our wedding. We had such a fun time together. And they started almost 30 on their closet floor while they were working full-time jobs. And in just three years, they, they turned it into a top-rated podcast with millions and millions of downloads and a worldwide community of fans. So they're showing you exactly how they did it with your podcast pro. So you can go to yourpodcastpro.com to launch your dream podcast, and you can use the code blonde for an amazing discount, which will get you $200 off of the course. So go to yourpodcastpro.com and use the code BLONDE to get $200 off the course. Check it out, launch that dream podcast, then let me know what it is so I can listen to it. I'm so proud of you guys. And before we dive into the episode, I also wanted to thank our sponsor of today's show, Go Macro. So Go Macro, talk about other people who were involved at our wedding. Krista and Lindsay were at our wedding and Go Macro was a gift that we gave to all of our wedding attendees. I am so obsessed with Go Macro. I also ate only solely Go Macro bars on our wedding day. I'm not even kidding. It's the only thing that I ate on our wedding day. I had like five of them because I didn't want to eat anything that would upset my stomach. And I also just wanted to keep it light and basically not eat anything that would make me feel really bloated and not good. So Go Macro is a mother-daughter owned vegan protein bar company that believes a balanced plant-based lifestyle is the key to a healthy body, a sharp mind, and a bold spirit. If you haven't tasted their bars, you should know that they literally taste like a warm, gooey cookie with cinnamon and chocolate and peanut butter. And there's so many different Different flavors, but my favorite flavor is their oatmeal chocolate chip. It is so good. It tastes like a cookie. My makeup artist gave me the tip to warm it up just a little bit in like a little oven, toaster oven, if you have one before you eat it. And it tastes like a warm, gooey chocolate chip cookie. So all Go Macro bars are made from simple, high quality ingredients. They're certified organic, vegan, gluten free, kosher, non GMO, clean, raw and soy free. Their mission is to spread awareness for a balanced plant-based lifestyle, which I could not be more into. That's pretty much exactly what my mission is as well. Um, and all of their ingredients are sustainably grown, made with 100% renewable energy, mother-daughter owned, like I mentioned, which I think is so adorable and so amazing. Um, and if you have food allergies, they have nut-free flavors, the oatmeal chocolate chip, the maple sea salt, and the sunflower butter and chocolate. They have 16 different flavors and you just can't go wrong. Oh, they also have eight bars that are certified FODMAP friendly. So all of my allergy and chronic illness healing friends, these are for us. You can use the code BLONDE for 30% off and free shipping. How cool is that? Go Macro is so good to ask. So code BLONDE for 30% off and free shipping. Order that Go Macro. Try the oatmeal chocolate chip. Also try the peanut butter chocolate chip if you're not nut free. And thank me later. You'll fall in love now. Thank you, Go Macro. Also, thank you, Krista and Lindsay. Let's dive into this episode with Anthony William, the medical medium. Anthony I'm so excited to have you here on the podcast. I think we should just start by having you explain where did it all begin?
1: Sure, hey, it's great to be here. It's an honor. You know, it started when I was 4 years old hearing a voice, perfectly clear one morning. And some people will say, well, you know, I hear a voice too and but what this is is and people do hear things, of course. I mean, I've talked to people and they're like they get messages and powerful messages but the difference is it's a voice that comes from the outside of me it, it doesn't come from it's not coming from internally like i hear something that's that's inside my head it's it's like a best friend talking to you and one morning when i was 4 years old i heard this voice perfectly clear and just as if someone was talking to you so it's in real time it's a voice that you can even block a little bit. Like I could take my hand as if a friend was yelling in your ear and you kind of wanted it to turn away or you wanted to put your hand by your ear to block your friend's voice for a second. Or, you know, if you're trying to listen to something else, it's that way. It's actually real time on coming from the outside of the ear entering in. So it's not like, it's not like a channeling or a, or a message coming through that's, that's, that you get a vision or a channeling kind of thing where you hear something personally, <clears throat> internally. It's nothing like that. And so, and when it started, it never stopped. It just always was there for the rest oh. of my life until now. But but the voice always provided advanced medical information. So when I was little, I was just talking about Medical stuff nonstop. Five years old, six years old. um, Things that were going on with people, things that were wrong with them medically that they didn't even tell anybody. I would always tug on shirt sleeves and and be telling adults, you know, what was happening inside their body, what I saw. If it was a brain tumor or (laughs) or something else that was really weird.
0: how, How did people react?
1: Well, when you're little. It's. It, it was okay. It was when I was getting older, and then when you get older and you, and you start, you know, you you tap on somebody's shoulder and you say, "Look, you you have to get to a doctor mm-hmm. because you're about to have a heart attack." Oh my gosh! You know, when you get older and you do that, it's not it's not cute anymore. Right? There's nothing, there's nothing cute about it anymore. You know, it was so I learned not to do that anymore <laughs> mm-hmm. because. It was, even though you just can't help yourself when you're around crowds.
0: Well, yeah, because you could help so many people by letting them know that they might need to see a doctor, but the common person might be kind of scared.
1: Exactly. And being really young and um, being a child and knowing intricate information about pathogens such as viruses and how these viruses are responsible for fibromyalgia and Hashimoto's thyroiditis and eczema and psoriasis and lupus and Lyme disease. And knowing that these pathogens are responsible really early on, really early on, I mean, we're talking about five, six years old, and I would be talking about these viruses, and you know, and that, and the information never stopped. Of course, the spirit of compassion, because that's that's who I speak to, and that's who speaks to me. Um, he calls himself the spirit of compassion, and and the thing is, is, is I've always I've always said to spirit of compassion, like, well, okay, well. Spirit of Compassion, why is it that name? Because, And Spirit of Compassion would say because when you care about someone's suffering and what they went through and you care about their struggles and that they're, they're, they're in, a, in a place of basically of despair with their struggles, with their illnesses and their symptoms... We have to have that compassion for people. It's critical to have the answers they need. It's critical to care enough to provide the answers, to have that compassion so people can find their way out of situations with their health when they just feel hopeless and lost and been through so much. So I wanted to say that spirit of compassion is not a ghost. And someone someone might say, "Oh, he talks to a ghost." And I don't talk to a ghost, and I don't talk to an angel either." So someone might think, "What is it? Is it an angel? Is it a ghost?" And spirit of compassion never told me, "No, never told me it's a ghost. He's a ghost." And never, ever. In fact, it was it was quite much different than that. The information comes from this source that was never a human so it's not like it's a old centuries centuries old physician that has medical in, information that's advanced i don't know how centuries and centuries ago a, a physician could ever have medical advanced medical information like the, the information that spirit of compassion gives me that goes into all the books to help people heal around the world and so it's not it was never a human before he was never alive in a physical form ever or you know an angel or a ghost or anything of that sort wow. so it's important for you know people to know that too because i mean if i was talking to a ghost i really don't see how to begin with because i have always said the spirit of compassion well you know what are you and i said that when i was a child all the time i mean over and over again and i always i would always get the same thing the essence the essence of compassion the living word compassion
0: wow the
1: the the embodiment of compassion sitting underneath god or the light that someone might think the light or the universe or or the creator or the stars or all of that and That's
0: incredible
1: and so and so that was that was what i got all the time
0: yeah and, and do you have a sense of why you feel like you were chosen for this gift?
1: You know, I, I ask that too, all the time. Like, why Why would I get this gift? And, and it, in, in spirit of compassion, I always say, well, the gift isn't yours. It's not yours. You didn't get a gift. Mm-hmm. The gift was for everybody else who's suffering, who's struggle, oh. struggling, who's been disempowered, who's been through hell, the underdog okay? And wow. and that's who the gift is for.
0: That makes sense. I'm, I'm
1: just the messenger.
0: You're the messenger. And, is, it, is it hard to be the messenger?
1: Well, Spirit of Compassion told me that the reason why I was chosen was because it's not something you can live with easily, and it takes a certain recipe for that. Mm-hmm. So it takes a certain recipe for someone to give up their life, give up their dreams, give up everything they ever wanted to do in their life, because I've had to give it all up. yeah. And I've had to dedicate my life to just the suffering and the struggling since I was a child. So it's not about being a child and and being able to play and and do what you want to do. It's not like anything like that. And it was all about medical information, advanced medical information, and helping out people, making sure they get better, they get, the, they get the information they need and they have a way out of the disempowerment of sickness and illness.
0: Right. And
1: that was a big piece of it all.
0: So the gift is for the people that you help, but you have had to give up a lot. That makes sense. Do you know, what were your dreams? Did you have dreams that you gave up for this or was this just such a part of your life the whole time that you knew this was your path?
1: It was never even a chance to say, Hey, I want to do this or I want to do that. Mm-hmm. It was, you just could never even get the opportunity. You just had to just surrender.
0: Wow. You
1: had to surrender, and there was nothing more you can do. And Spirit of Compassion told me, You can handle this because it was that hard. It was that hard to get through. I, I honestly, it's easy to think about leaving here and even taking your own life. It's easy to think about that when you're 13, 14, 15 years old. And if you're around a crowd and all you hear is every single thing going on with everyone's health, internally what's wrong with them, why they're sick, what's going on. Wherever you are, it's all you ever hear. And I mean, it doesn't matter. So so being just anywhere publicly... It was constantly there. Spirit was telling me all the information going on with people. And, you know, it'd be in a classroom, you'd know everything going on with the teacher, how they're feeling, what's happening, and what's going on, and students and everyone else. So it was never like, okay, hey, you know, I get kind of like, it's a a day free from this, or it's one day I finally get a day off from this. And it led me into just going into full-time just always working with people and helping them out seven days a week for years and years and years and years, including having basically a, a, a hotline for the middle of the night where people who are struggling and suffering, they could reach me in the middle of the night.
0: Wow. And
1: I mean, people used to br- I mean knock on my door at two o'clock in the morning.
0: Oh my God. And People, and, people that you know, like friends and family.
1: Absolutely, people that that I would know, neighbors would bring people and children. It'd be two o'clock in the morning, and that's that's the kind of that's the kind of it was always about not wanting to turn away anybody that was suffering. Mm -hmm. So, if someone had a high fever, I'm not going to turn them away. If someone was suffering and they were, they were bedridden, I'm not going to turn them away. If, you know, it, was never, it was never about, hey, you know, I can't right now. I have to have boundaries. It was mm-hmm. never that. It was never like, no, I have to take care of me. I have to have self-care for me. It was never about self-care for me. I tell people, make sure you take care of yourselves. Make sure you're doing your yoga. Make sure you're doing your walking. Make sure you do your swimming. Make sure you do your exercising. Make sure you ride your bikes. Make sure you, you know, you get into the gym. If that's what you love to do, make sure you take care of yourself. Make sure you get massages. Make sure you go and you get into a infrared sauna. Make sure you take care of yourselves. It was never, that was never really an option for me. It was never like, no, I'm going to cut everybody off. I'm going to cut everything off. Mm-hmm. I donate and dedicate every bit of my time because I felt a deep, deep, deep responsibility to helping people who were suffering and looking for answers. Because when you have answers, what are you supposed to do? Right. So, so here I hear a voice perfectly clear It provides all these answers and am i supposed to just be like no 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 i just i'm just going to put this on hold for a week not help anybody out in their suffering not give them the answers they need i'm just going to focus on taking care of myself i got to make sure i get to yoga i got to make sure i get i get here i got to make sure i get there i got to make sure i get you know and it's it's it was never about thinking about what i needed ever it was about i have this information And I can't wait another minute. People are actually struggling. I mean, when someone, when someone's body is raging with eczema and psoriasis and they can't even wear clothes and they can't sleep at night and they're on medications to even try to knock themselves out to sleep because they're just trying to get through the pain and they can't even move without wanting to scream. And, and you have answers to actually help them. It's, you can't sit still you can't shut it off and say boundaries please boundaries
0: right
1: you can't pull the you can't pull the whole thing where oh that's their life that's their deal they they brought that upon themselves or something or they manifested that they didn't they obviously aren't connected to some you know to something or they're not thinking positive no i can't there's never ever it's 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 the answers are there. How do I get it to as many people as possible? It's why I write the books and get all that information out there. It's why I never stop. And so, it's, so as a child, getting this information, and and um, and I always tell this. I always tell the story about when I was a stock boy in a grocery store, and I was twelve years old, thirteen years old, fourteen years old. Somebody said said to me the other day, "God, they 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 let you work at 12, 13 years old? Yeah, I mean." You can be a stock boy at 12, 13, 14 years old right? when you know the grocery store owner.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense.
1: (laughs) And you know the grocery store owner and um, small grocery store back then, especially when you go all the way back as far as what I'm talking about, as far as time-wise. And I remember stocking shelves at 13 years old and that's what I was doing and giving people advice. About their health and building up a clientele at 13 years old. So I had by 14, I already had a, a, a decent sized clientele of people because they trusted. Because how else would they anybody else know what was wrong with them when information was coming through that they never told anybody. So and they never told anybody they didn't ever told me and I would be in the store and being like look you know your, your blood sugar is, is is really elevated you really need to be doing this and when they would hear this they be like how would you ever know i have a blood sugar problem and so it was really easy or the pain you're in i would say look i know you're in pain with your back or your neck is really hurting and they'd be like how would you know that's unbelievable and spirit of compassion would always tell me these things So then it was easy to build a clientele really early on in life and to help people. So then I realized, look, this is what I'm going to have to do forever. And I'm not going to be able to avoid it. And then the waiting list was what went on and on for years and years. And it was always about how do I knock out this waiting list? How do I do it seven days a week? I'll do 14, 15 hours a day. Sixteen hours a day, sometimes eighteen, nineteen hours a day. Oh gosh. Let me just try to get that. I remember going through a six year time period. I mean, I did it for way more years than that, but a six years, six year time period of seven days a week with no half day off, holiday, no nothing. Oh
0: my gosh, that is such a selfless and, way to live.
1: And and finally I was like, okay, I gotta get a half a day off somehow. And it was after that six-year mark, I got to get a half, half a day off. Uh, you know, I have to get some time to function because I was just run into the ground. And right. over the decades, I've been run into the ground with this because it's like you wake up at four or five in the morning and you say, okay, there's so many people suffering and struggling out there. And if they just had the answers, no one knows what it's like to be in their shoes when you're not, fe- when you're feeling good that's true. when you're feel, when you're feeling good nobody knows what it's like to be and another person choose who's st- struggling and suffering like this yeah and the waiting list got into the millions and i had oh, to that's
0: unbelievable
1: i had to write the books there was no way around it yeah
0: you're writing all of these best selling books and you have a new one coming out cleanse to heal can you tell us a little bit about that
1: cleanse to heal is it's a book to really help people with, on so many levels, all the medical medium series books do this specifically they help out help out certain problems so they they're all powerful with what they offer. but this book is is about truly empowering people, empowering women and men too of course knowing how your body works, knowing how to cleanse. And cleanse to heal, though knowing not just cleanse for because of a man-made reason that we're that that there's a cleanse out there or a little cleanse drink or something that that's man-made with man-made concepts. The information comes from above because it's coming from spirit of compassion. Mm-hmm. So it's advanced medical information ahead of research and science, like all the medical medium books have been. It's why millions of people heal, but. This book is about helping you know truly the cause of why you're sick and how to cleanse it out, how to cleanse to heal, how to get past it. And it even has section a big section of there in the book about uh, illnesses and conditions and symptoms and what supplements and dosages to take, to what dosages to take.
0: That's going to be so helpful for people. It's
1: like. It's like basically having me back when it was, you know, when it was the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s when I was helping people one-on-one right. for for, de- for decades and, and allowing them to get the information spirit of compassion needed them to have. I wanted them to have this in this book in this way. So yeah. it's the ultimate guide. I mean, it's, 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 it's a guide where, okay, I know what's wrong with me. I know what I need to do, but it's so comprehensive with so much information on every aspect of healing, including multiple cleanses. It's just not just one cleanse. There's true freedom and empowerment in having control over your health and well-being and not only over one aspect or decision, control over the big picture. That control right. comes from having answers, answers about what could cause future illness and how you can help prevent that now. Answers about what's causing your current illness and what to do about it with information and a plan to move yourself forward and heal. I just read that out of the book.
0: Oh my gosh, that's <clears throat> so exciting. So if this book looks like it's going to be huge from what I've seen you share. I mean, huge in the sense that it's very comprehensive, right? Is this your biggest book?
1: That it's, you've... It, it's really comprehensive. There's tremendous amount of information in there. The most information I packed into a book yet. And really what it's going to do is it's, it's going to help people get out of that place of despair, get out of that place of hopelessness. It, it dives deep into the causes of your symptoms and conditions. It, it helps you choose a cleanse that's right for you. And I even have this section in there that's called Critical Cleanses, Do's and Don'ts. So the do's and don'ts, including modifications and substitutions of, of cleanses I've already had. It's really powerful. It, I, I talk about the truth about intermittent fasting. I talk about the truth about microbiome. Oh I gosh. talk about... I what talk is about, the truth um, about
0: intermittent fasting? Or should we wait for the book?
1: Oh, oh my God. I, I, I go in depth about it, about about how... Why people do get some results but why most people don't and how there's actually better ways of healing oh so it's re- yeah it's really a great book with all this stuff in there and yeah, I talk I'm about
0: so
1: I talk about something that nobody talks about oh, well actually all the information in the book really nobody talks about but the I talk about basically an in-depth look into what's inside of us that we need to cleanse out see the very toxins and poisons that are inside of us, I go into detail so people are aware, so they're not in the dark and walking around with all this junk inside of them, not knowing what's even inside of them. Everybody wants control over their health, but yet if they don't want to know what's inside of them that needs to come out, then they really don't have control over their health. They just don't. And then we don't know what we're
0: cleansing from.
1: Exactly. And then there's spiritual and soul support to remind you that healing is possible. So there's lots of empowerment, soul support, spiritual support. Because the cleanses come from above, of course, and all the information comes from above, the physical reasons why cleansing can be an an emotional experience, like how that works. So like emotionally cleansing. And then on top of that, 75 recipes. And, And it's just, it's really... It's so packed, and I um,
0: can't wait for and, the recipe. Yeah, I yeah, love I mean, your recipe so much.
1: Well, oh, it's an honor, and but I'll tell you, it, it it was like, how can I, how can I get the information out there to everybody in their hands so they got a chance to heal? And that's all it's about. At my yeah. ever waking moment, it's about the struggling and the suffering. It's about what people go would th- go through. It's about being in their shoes. What are they feeling and going through? How hard is life for them because without health or good health and dealing with symptoms and going to doctors, what does that mean to them? And what does it mean to someone who is really struggling to get the answers they need? It means everything. And I always know that. And I I was taught that from spirit of compassion when I was younger to always care about the person who really is struggling and, and get them the information they need. And, and that's what it's been like through, through yeah. my childhood and everything.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, that is so rare. Let me tell you, as somebody who has been very sick for the last couple of years, to find someone who is not sick, who completely has that compassion and understanding is so much... It's just, there aren't even words for it. It's it's everything and people like me who have been suffering are so 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 lucky that you're here and that you've been the messenger and that you've been so selfless in your life you're helping so many people
1: well i just want people out there to know that if you are going through something just like just like you are and have i just i just want you to know that i got your back and i and i i know you've been through a lot and that the information I'm providing is there for you. And it's that it's that beacon of light. And just know that I care.
0: So Anthony, what would you say about autoimmune diseases? Because I know certain conditions are very hard to deal with, like Lyme disease, lupus, fibromyalgia, all these different diseases that you speak about in your work quite frequently. And a lot of people who listen to this podcast, myself included, suffer from. What would be your thoughts on all of that in the way that your approach differs from science and research in general?
1: when you're told your body's immune system is why you're sick, why you're suffering, why you're on mattress island, why you, there's really no answers I mean what how does that work and i'm t- and I'm and in this is happening to all walks of life but women are really taking the hit for the last 70 years they've been taking the hit for this since the 1950s when that theory was born so when somebody says hey anthony you you know you you you're always saying hey it's it's viruses it's pathogens it's toxic heavy metals and that's where you are with things that be like well where are you with these things and they're like well i'm with it's all genes i go so you're with the fact that science and and research believes in a theory that genes are responsible for women's health problems right now, that's that's like telling women that their genes are faulty, that their bodies are faulty. So instead of science and research having the answer, they'll just say, no, it's your fault. It's the blame on womankind. It's, It's your genes that are faulty. It's your body attacking itself, or maybe you're creating it with bad thoughts. That's another new one that has to get oh, resolved yeah. because I'll tell you right now, women are being told they're, they're not manifesting or creating good health. And I have to be honest, like, I'm going to be straight out with this. This is really sad because you're 16, 17 years old, you're 14, 15 years old, you come back from the doctor with mom and dad and you come back from the doctor's office you're told you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis then you're online seeing that maybe it's because you're creating it with your own thoughts mm-hmm. that alone is so sad for younger people and and so we have to be careful about that level cuz yeah we want to think positive and we want to think we want to think healthy thoughts and we want to think we want beautiful things coming our way we want we want the dreams that we have to come true but we don't want to believe that when we're suffering with chronic illness that our thoughts are causing it that is a dangerous place to go and so that's one big mistake happening then science and research has the body attacking itself so when you you come back from a diagnosis of Hashimoto's you're you're believing that your body's immune system is destroying itself. I know I haven't had to give you a chance to ask me a question or anything, but this is an important part of the, the mission for the medical medium information because yeah. it's free millions of people globally. Millions of books have, 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 have gone around the planet now, millions of books, and people are actually getting results because it's information that's free from man-made theories that are constantly handed out by all the professionals all the time out there. And so that's, that's why medical medium information has gotten so strong because it works and and it's not my information. It's coming from above. I mean, I'm not a smart guy. I've said this for years and years and years. I'm not a smart guy at all. In fact, not at all. But what I am is an, a, a good messenger.
0: Absolutely messenger.
1: I can hear and I can repeat what I'm hearing from up there, from that voice. And that's that's the difference. And and so the celery juice that came to me as a child, and then I've been recommending that for decades.
0: Oh wow, I didn't realize that it's been coming to you since you were a child about 19, celery juice. Yeah,
1: 1975 is when the first time spirit had me use spirit of compassion had me use celery juice. Oh my god. And, and so and then when I was 12, 13, 14 years old, 12, 13, 14 years old, I was a stock boy in a grocery store building up my first clientele because shoppers were sick and I was getting my first clients at age 13 years old. And a spirit of compassion was giving me information on what was wrong with them and what they needed. And celery juice was, hey, this is a powerful tool. To actually help you heal, and this is one of medical medium tools, one of Spirit of Compassion tools. It's the heavy metal detox smoothie, and the thyme tea, and the ginger waters, and the, all the different other tools that uh, that Spirit of Compassion has to offer, along with hundreds of other tools that are in the books. But the bottom line is, it's been about freeing people of the chains of chronic illness casted by those old grandfather laws. Of your body attacking itself that alternative and conventional medicine are still married to. Right. You know, you talk to somebody in alternative medicine, you think they're extremely highly evolved because they're so spiritual and they're so connected and everything else, but they still believe the body's attacking itself. I'm like, wait a minute, I see your, I see your you're waking up in other areas. You seem to be proud of yourself because you're extremely spiritual and you seem to be connected and you seem to be all these things and you're into all these alternative things and But did you know? Did you know that when you say an old theory that's 70 years old with no science behind it whatsoever, that your body's immune system is destroying itself and that's responsible for autoimmune? When you say that, you're telling women there's no way out. You're telling women their bodies are destroying themselves. You're telling women. Just basically give up because science research doesn't have an answer. Right. And and there's no, there's no way to heal. So in order to really rise out of that, we have to know the truth. And spirit of compassion has been the first to bring that truth about the body not attacking itself, that there's real reasons why we're sick. There's reasons why you have cystic acne. And, and chronic UTIs and fibroids, endometriosis, and PCOS. There's real reasons. There's mm. pathogens behind that. And that's the information that's been in the books and also the information I've given to doctors throughout the decades to help to help um, with their most difficult cases. And there's real reasons why we have fibromyalgia, nerve pain, aches and pains, tingles and numbness. And all the different things that go on and everybody's dealing with the fatigue the chronic fatigue right. the brain fog the bloating but anyway I, I i didn't mean to go on that long long <laughs> <laughs> on you but but uh, it's just that so many people are struggling and it's yeah. so hard to see that they get told things by science research and then by professionals that parrot it and then you just and then you just almost like oh my god i just you want people to to get the truth you just of course you
0: know, I mean, yeah
1: doesn't it matter? It matters if you if you can if you can have the the information to get better to know what's wrong. It does it no? It's
0: amazing. Well, you're full of information. It's incredible to hear you talk and just all the different topics that you can hit. And I'm glad that you hit on autoimmune issues because a lot of people who listen to this podcast and a lot of people in my own life suffer from you know, what we've been told is autoimmune diseases and the body attacking itself. So something that I wanted to talk to you about specifically is Lyme disease. I think, you know, I've been diagnosed with Lyme disease and have been on this path of healing for a couple of years now. So will you share your thoughts about Lyme disease with us and how you're helping people heal from what they've been diagnosed with, whether it be Lyme disease or something similar?
1: Well, if you go to a Lyme doctor, you're going to get a Lyme disease diagnosis. That's just the bottom line. So we have to always keep that in mind. If you go to a doctor that is more into something else, you're going to get a different diagnosis. And that's just for one. Okay. For two is my heart goes out. It pours out to the people in the last 40 years that have suffered from Lyme disease and been barred by the antibiotic treatments and have literally lost their lives And the wake of these thousands and thousands of people that nobody cares about and nobody even knows about, that suffered that I've seen going back decades, gone through hell and back, literally, because of Lyme being handled wrong mm-hmm. and, and and misunderstood with no real direction including to sell lots of pharmaceuticals because Lyme disease, originally the first doctors at the very beginning of Lyme disease, when it first started, the very first amazing doctors knew Lyme disease was viral. It wasn't bacterial. And then in order to treat a viral situation back in the early 1970s, there was no treatment. So it had to be flipped into the bacterial category. It had to be flipped into bacterial because literally antibiotics was just dish- billions of anti Billions of dollars in antibiotics were sold because of Lyme disease. It was a great ticket. It was just a great financial uh, gain. And so what happened though with Lyme disease is over the decades, I've had to try to break that ice or break that old belief that it was bacterial because Spirit of Compassion knew that the very first doctors were correct at the beginning, and it was viral. And so with that, I would introduce Cat's Claw through Spirit of Compassion. The whole Cat's Claw thing being out there now and being part of Lyme disease practices with doctors is because of the information that I messaged out going decades ago. Mm-hmm. And that's why cat's claws even here. So if you hear a doctor or a practitioner saying, well, I'm going to use a low dose of antibiotics, but I'm going to bring in cat's claw or I'm going to use some, or I'm going to go into a natural route for you, but we're using cat's claw and something else and something else. That's because of information of all the hard work that I had to do back 35, 30 years ago, 25 years ago, 20 years ago. And wow. so in, in that field. So, you know, and, and, and the bottom line is with Lyme disease is Lyme mm-hmm. disease. Because of the work that the medical medium information has done, because of the work, it has moved Lyme disease into the autoimmune category now. See, Bartonella and Babesia and Borrelia are bacteria. Babesia being kind of a hybrid of bacteria versus bacteria and parasitical. But the whole point is this group of bacteria like uh, Borrelia and Bartonella and Babesia They're not super bugs. They can be killed off with antibiotics really easy. Those bacteria strains are weak and they're not, they don't cause the symptoms people deal with. For instance, bacteria doesn't cause neurological Lyme. It can't because neurological Lyme is caused by neurotoxins. Bacteria does not create a neurotoxin. Bacteria can't do that. And weak bacteria like Borrelia, Bartonella, Babesia cannot produce any toxin at all that becomes detrimental. So MRSA can be killed off with antibiotics. MRSA is a Mm superbug. It can be killed off by antibiotics much more efficiently and easier Mm -hmm. in in most cases. Meanwhile, Borrelia and and Bartonella, they're not superbugs. The, that's not a threat at all on any level. That's why also people who were bombarded with antibiotics for so many decades suffered so greatly, many of them losing their lives. What a great mistake! Because when you use antibiotics, when something is viral, you get in more trouble. I've taught so many doctors over that over the years about that, and it's really helped. Um, and I've, in Medical Medium book one, I wrote a whole dedicated, a whole chapter to Lyme disease, specifically outlining so much of this and also in all the other books. But here's how it works. The medical medium information has been such a force on the planet in the Lyme disease world. It forced science and research and the medical industry to take Lyme disease and move it out of the bacterial category. It's not in there really anymore. Now, of course, there's old dogs left. There's doctors that still go to the Lyme labs and pretend it's bacteria. Everybody's still looking for bacteria. But the medical industry has, under everybody's nose, has stuck it into the autoimmune category, which means they don't know what's causing Lyme disease anymore. So anybody listening to this, please know that science and research and the medical industry has moved Lyme disease and put it into autoimmune category, which means specifically that there is no, like, they don't know what the cause is. That's what autoimmune is. in, And for fibromyalgia, and multiple sclerosis, lupus, Lyme disease, now Lyme disease, they don't know the causes. And so if they, if it's, this is how it works. If the cause was bacterial, they wouldn't have it in the autoimmune category. But now they don't think it's bacterial. They moved it into your body's attacking itself. Your immune system is attacking itself. So they took Lyme disease. Now they stuck it in the autoimmune category, Jordan, and they're saying that your body's destroying itself. And that's why, with every, that's why everybody who is neurological Lyme is suffering. They're suffering from their bodies destroying themselves. They put it in the old theory. So literally it left bacteria. That was, that was responsible. And even had a doctor that was really high up in the industry uh, that, that has literally has a 20 or 30 doctors working underneath them and told me recently. That was your work. And I said, "You sure about that?" I said, "Yeah, that was your work." Wow, Because the amount of books that got into doctors' offices and the thousands of doctors that use your books as reference guides in the United States alone, never mind in other places in the world, have been treating it like vi- like, like it's viral now. They're heading into that direction. And so there's a war in the Lyme disease world right now. There's doctors that are treating it like viral now. And then there's the old doctors that are treating it like bacterial. And now there's a major clash happening for the freedom to help people heal. It's an unbelievable thing that's occurred because of the medical medium information.
0: That's incredible that you've gotten your info out there. And yeah, I've noticed the clash. I've noticed the controversy around Lyme. What would be your tips for diet for people who are healing from Lyme disease specifically?
1: Well, first of all, knowing that it's viral, you want to be on antiviral diets. So when people say, well, what is, what is, you know, what is the medical medium into for food? like, What do you believe in? It's, I don't have a belief system because if I have a belief system in a diet, then people won't heal. Because if you only believe in paleo, someone else isn't going to be able to heal if they need something different. If you only believe in keto, someone else isn't going to be able to heal. If you only believe in vegan, if you only believe in plant-based, someone else isn't going to be able to heal. If you only believe in vegetarian, someone's not going to be able to heal. And so I don't have, I'm not in the food wars. You got the vegans, they hate the paleos. You got the paleos hating the vegans. The plant-based people are like throwing stones and, and at the, at the paleos saying, here's what you're doing. The animals, the paleo people, the, the keto animal protein people, the high protein people, all of them, they're all throwing stones and trying to, you know, they're trying to hit the flag on the plant-based people and hit them down. And that's the food war out there. But. I'm not in the food war. The food war is just one big, big distraction to keep everybody in their own belief system so they never find out the truth about what's causing disease. Mm -hmm. Where I sit, and the reason why people get freedom from it, is I sit in what the true causes of your illness are to begin with, and then how to starve that true cause, how to starve the viruses. The over 60 varieties of Epstein Bar. Someone said to me, well, you're always into Epstein Bar, Anthony. And I'm like, there's over 60 varieties of mutated strains of Epstein Bar, mutations and strains. People can have multiple varieties that they pick up along the way with relationships and in restaurants with food and uh, public bathrooms. And there's over 30 varieties of shingles. These are, this is unknown to research and science. So the medical medium information is is advanced like that. There's HHV-6s, there's HHV-7s, there's undiscovered HHV-10s, 11s, 12s, 13s, 14s, up through 16. There's all these different viruses everybody's walking around with. They sit inside our liver, they cause problems, and they end up giving us what we get as as a diagnosis eventually, which is a Lyme diagnosis. And so when it comes down to diets and the food wars and what we do, people get freedom because they're like, wait a minute, so if I, have, if I was diagnosed with Lyme disease and it's viral, you mean to tell me if I take away the foods that feed viruses, I get better? And I go, that's part of it. Absolutely. So as far as tips, get rid of eggs. No matter where you sit or where you are in your diet, food belief system, you have to get rid of eggs, chicken eggs. They will keep you sick or eventually get you sick. If you're young, you feel indestructible, and your Epstein Barr hasn't, you know, it hasn't come out to roost yet, and it's still sitting in your liver dormant, or you haven't picked up another type of bug somewhere, and you're just you're living your life, you're exercising, you're doing what you want. But the minute you start getting your symptoms, get off those eggs, or maybe get off those eggs before you get your first tingles and numbness, high anxiety symptoms and everything else. And I want to talk about why eggs are so bad because eggs were used to raise all of the viruses that are responsible for Lyme disease, that are responsible for fibromyalgia, responsible for multiple sclerosis, for lupus, for so many different conditions. Eggs were the food in the labs that were raising and feeding the bugs. So here's how it works. If you're sick and you got an autoimmune diagnosis, you're viral. Those viruses, whatever variety of virus it is, it could be one of one of over the 60 varieties of Epstein-Barr and so forth, like if it's fibromyalgia, which is most commonly Epstein-Barr, for example, that virus will feed off of foods. And it's going to want eggs because eggs fed that strain of virus for decades, for over 80 years in labs. And that's how it works. Those viruses escaped labs many, many years ago. This is why the industry protects itself and tells you that your body is destroying itself and tells you that it's genes. The industry does that because if the industry got found out for what it was and where these bugs and why everybody's sick and and why hundreds of thousands of people lost their lives with Lyme over the years and more than that. If they ever found out, it was because there was viruses that were raised in labs 80 years ago and then released into the public, somehow released or accidentally got out, there would be hell to pay. Especially when it's children involved and moms and all the people involved and and husbands and everybody who's and men and women who have just been through so much with these with these conditions. Another food you want to take away from these viruses is dairy products: milk, egg, you know, milk, cheese, butter, cream, kefir, goat's milk, sheep's milk. See, it's look. I know there's nutrition in sheep's milk. I know there's nutrition in goat's milk. I know there's nutrition in, in there's nutrition in lots of these things. That's not about it. That's not what it's about. It's about taking away foods that feed the virus or, or the pathogen or, you know, it, that's a big piece about it, right? They're all on its own. That's why people get better when you take out these foods. See, no one knew why wheat affected anybody. They assumed it was gluten. I was one of the very begin I was actually one of the very people messaging that from Spirit of Compassion, going all the way back years and years ago about gluten. But what happens is gluten actually feeds pathogens. For instance, you know, people when they remove gluten away from, from them when they their diet and they have acne, so they have the cystic acne and they take gluten away, their acne starts getting a little better because cystic acne is streptococcus. It's not hormones. It's actually strep. So when we walk around with cystic acne and we got all these different pimples and acne and all that other stuff involved, and our skin is breaking out everywhere, that's from having streptococcus, one of the over fifty groups of strep that every a strain from one of the over fifty groups of strep that everybody walks around with. It's in our system. It's in our liver. It's in our lymphatic system, and it comes out of the lymphatic vessels. It comes it, it literally sits underneath the derma and it causes cystic acne and it feeds off of gluten. So gluten feeds all the things that cause acne—I mean, all that—that that whole thing—that you know, eggs also feed um, streptococcus. Eggs feed viruses. So, somebody may have acne, then they'll have eczema, psoriasis with their acne because that's also viral and bacterial. So, these are just some of the things. I know I'm actually going pretty quick on this information. It's a lot more in depth than that. I can talk about, but so. But some people can eat gluten and be totally fine because they're not dealing with certain viruses or pathogens. There's people that don't get one pimple, they don't get they don't get one pimple at all when when they're eating gluten because they don't have one or two varieties of streptococcus, they don't have one variety of EBV or a shingles variety. But when you're eating gluten, dairy, milk, cheese, butter, I mean, and, and all that involved there, and eggs and you're eating any of those, while you're viral with fibro, with lupus, with multiple sclerosis, with Lyme disease, or bacterial with, uh, with acne, or viral with eczema and psoriasis, you're going to get worse eczema. You're going to get worse psoriasis. You're going to get more acne over time. You're going to get more aches and pains with your nerves with fibromyalgia. You're going to get more Hashimoto's issues as far as, you know, thyroiditis, inflammation of the, of the thyroid. So what would... Be- More
0: problematic. What would you recommend then in that case to eat? So we know what to cut out those things. Would you recommend celery juice for people who are suffering with these issues? And what other foods would you recommend?
1: You know, I, I, I thank Spirit of Compassion for bringing celery juice to the world because it it is saving lives. It's one of the most powerful tools. And there's a reason for that because it kills off bacteria and viruses. It kills off pathogens that are responsible. Listen, to get freedom from the chains of chronic illness and from the doctor's appointments over and over again. There's a lot of people out there that are they have to live their entire life around doctor's appointments. They don't live their life around luxury appointments like facials and massages and, and going to workouts and working with their trainers and going to the spa, doing, you know, and going, doing the infrared saunas and, and, and getting different, you know, things, body techniques happening and, and going on retreats. They don't have that luxury. Mm-hmm. There's, there's millions of people out there that have the medical medium books that literally have been on mattress island, suffering and struggling, and their whole life is based around doctor's appointments. And it's hell. And the books have literally saved lives. And part of that was the celery juice. That's why it's staying so strong and still out there so strong, no matter the naysayers. The naysayers that say, well, there's no science research behind celery juice. And I'm like, well, what does science research have anyway? It's just telling people that their bodies are destroying itself and telling people their genes are bad. It's like all our, all our genes went bad in the last 20 years, Jordan, because chronic illness exploded. Yeah. It exploded. So did our genes go bad in the last 20 years? Like thousands of years later, our genes all went bad in 20 years. It just doesn't, It's just unbelievable how they work with these theories. And but celery juices is literally, uh, it's your armor. It's your armor. It's your shield. It's your sword. It's like it has your back when you use it. Mm -hmm. It restores neurotransmitters in the brain when people's neurotransmitters are shot because of, of viral infections. They get the brain fog. They get the memory loss. They get all the issues with that. And then there's the toxic heavy metal. So I want to go into one other thing is that I said earlier, your way out, your freedom ticket is knowing what the cause is. That's half the battle won. And knowing what to do is the other half of the battle. And that's why people get better with medical medium information. And one of those causes that we deal with is not just pathogens. It's not just um, the viruses and the bacteria. It's toxic heavy metals. It's mercury, aluminum, lead, cadmium, nickel, copper copper is responsible for everybody's eczema. So when you see on social media, people are like, well, I caught these rashes. The doctor says it's eczema. My natural doctor says it's eczema. And I got off, I'm getting off of, I'm doing a better diet and I'm cleaning up processed foods. It's starting to get a little better. The reason why it starts getting a little better when your diet cleans up a little bit is because you're taking away certain foods by accident away from the virus responsible for for eczema and psoriasis, which is Epstein-Barr. But There's also copper inside your liver that the virus is feeding off of. So Epstein-Barr feeds off of copper, then releases a dermatoxin. That dermatoxin floats to the skin. It, It actually surfaces to the skin, causes excellent psoriasis. When you start cleaning up your diet, you can start noticing that getting a little better for a lot of people. The heavy metal detox smoothie, the medical medium heavy metal detox smoothie that I talk about, that is the smoothie that gets rid of copper. Out of people's livers, so their eczema, and psoriasis go away. It's all, and then when you're drinking celery juice, you're knocking out the pathogen, the virus that's feeding off of the copper, creating eczema, and psoriasis. So, so when when it's like, what's wrong with me? You know, you go to the doctor, you're getting symptoms and conditions and your practitioner really doesn't know what's wrong. You know, They're just all going by theories, and they're playing around with guessing games. They're on the internet looking at other people's articles and information, and it's all being passed around, but nobody knows what's wrong. When you're dealing with exponent psoriasis, you're dealing with a pathogen, a virus, commonly is the Epstein-Barr. It feeds off of copper that's stored in your liver, releases it. It it eliminates the copper after it feeds off that it goes to the bathroom. It'll limit, it excretes it. That dermatoxin now floats to the surface of your skin, causes eczema and psoriasis. And knowing the true causes is how you beat it. You know you got a virus, you know you got copper, you use the celery juice to kill off the virus. You use the, the medical medium, heavy metal detox smoothie to get rid of the copper. And you start Healing and there's miraculous stories that are unexplainable to science and research and to professionals when they see patients literally getting rid of years of eczema, psoriasis, the worst cases, including children and babies, because they're drinking their celery juice, they're using the heavy metal detox smoothie, the medical medium heavy metal detox smoothie, and they're getting better. And I just want to cover like what's in that that smoothie. Is you got the spirulina. You don't ever want to use Corella. You don't ever want to use Corella. That's right. us. I've been saying this for years and years and years. The Corella, is an, it's an irresponsible product in general because it drops the metal if it even picks it up at all. So what Corella does is it picks up metal a little bit and then it drops it really fast. It can cause more problems than help you because it redisperses the toxic heavy metal. So if you have mercury inside your brain causing lots of brain fog and causing focus and concentration issues and memory issues and all kinds of other things, Going in anxiety. So, if you have mercury inside your brain causing your anxiety, it's really sad when so many people are walking around with anxiety and they're suffering with it, debilitating anxiety and mild anxiety, and they don't even know it's because they have toxic heavy metals in their liver and in their brain and in their system. And and they don't even know. And but when you find out, like so many people who follow medical medium information and you do the heavy metal detox smoothie, and you get that mercury out of the brain, it gets out of the neurons, and the spirulina helps pick it up and remove it and doesn't drop it like Corella does. You get better because you need a safe way to get toxic heavy metals out, and the, the heavy metal detox smoothie from spirit of compassion, it doesn't come from men. It doesn't come from guessing games. it doesn't come from theories. it comes from a source above all that. so that that smoothie actually removes metal in a safe way. And there's a reason why there's no Corella in it. So you just, it's amazing how you see Corella still selling out there because everybody wants to sell something. Everybody wants their product to sell. Everybody I wants
0: do.
1: yeah, and you know, and it'll stay out there forever, Corella. And nobody will know. No one will really know that it's not going to get those metals out. Yeah. <laughs> and they just you know, tried that, done that, whatever. And they and so the the medical medium heavy metal detox smoothie has It has, uh, it has the spirulina. And you can, you can go to my website and look and make sure you know you're, you're doing the right stuff. It has the spirulina. It has the barley grass juice powder. It has, um, a little bit of dulse. So Atlantic sea vegetable dulse. So Atlantic dulse. It has a little bit of that in the smoothie and it has the wild blueberry. If you put the cultivated blueberry in there, you're not going to have the best effect. And then it has the cilantro. You put the fresh cilantro in that smoothie. So right. cilantro by itself is not going to take out toxic heavy metals. You have to have all of these ingredients together. So look into Liver Rescue. If anybody's listening to this podcast, <laughs> um, you go to live, you go to my medical medium Liver Rescue book. You find it on Amazon or you find it on my website, and you'll you'll see how it works. The heavy metal detox smoothie you'll see what's in the heavy metal detox movie, and, and you'll learn more about foods too and and how to heal and, and also what supplements to take, the dosages to take for different symptoms and conditions and all that anyway.
0: All right, just a brief interruption from this extremely valuable and enlightening conversation with Anthony to tell you about our sponsor, Hum Nutrition. Hum Nutrition is my favorite beauty supplement company. They have so many different incredible products that I've been using for years now. I first want you to know that you can use the code SOUL, S-O-U-L, for 20% off any and all Hum Nutrition products on their site. Some of my absolute favorites are their Daily Cleanse, which is a wonderful skin and liver cleanse. It helps to get rid of toxins that can cause breakouts. It improves your skin, aids digestion, supports detoxification. It has spirulina in it, which I know the medical medium is a huge fan of spirulina, selenium, zinc, milk thistle, copper, and so many other great things. They also have Runway Ready, which I've been really into lately. I love their killer nail supplement. It helps to strengthen hair and nails. It is full of biotin, which is an important B vitamin for the health of hair, skin, and nails. And also if you're intimidated by the whole process of Picking out supplements or you don't really know what would support you best in your body, they have a very easy quiz that you can take on their site. And you can also connect with an actual registered dietitian on their website to help you pick the supplement that's best for you. All their products are non-GMO, sustainably sourced, pure and potent, clinically proven, premium quality and gluten-free. So there's a reason why Hum Nutrition is the best of the best. Why you'll find them all over my kitchen, all over my house. They're amazing. They're also founded by very kind people and they just make life really amazing. You can also customize and save your vitamins so that you can order that again and again if you find when you find the ones that work for you. So Please enjoy. Use the code SOUL for 20% off at humnutrition.com. And now we'll hop back into this conversation with Anthony. So if you could only recommend three things for people to improve their health, what would those things be?
1: Well, look, if it's three things, if I only get three.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Just to distill it down.
1: It would be the celery juice. Mm-hmm. Making sure you you don't add anything in the celery juice. Don't put lemon in it. That's a disaster. It stops it from working.
0: Oh no! Um,
1: celery juice is an, an herbal extraction. It's a medicine. It's not a vegetable. Um, you don't mix anything in it. Certain herbs. It's just like it's just like the pharmaceutical world. You don't mix certain drugs with certain drugs. that just they cancel each other out. Right. Um, you, you'll hear that from doctors and in, in industry and in pharmacists, You know, forever for decades. The celery juice is an herbal extraction. It has to be not. It can't be diluted with lemon juice, with water, with something absurd like collagen, like whatever. It, is. it can't be diluted <laughs> with something that doesn't work. Yeah, you know, that doesn't that doesn't heal chronic illness in that way. It has to be. It has to be left alone as it is. And I'm only expressing this. I'm only. Um, I'm only talking about this a little bit more because what happens is that you know, people might hear this and then they get celery juice and they they add lemon into it because they see something on the internet and then it doesn't work for them. And then they...
0: (laughs) Right. No, exactly.
1: (laughs) uh, Celery juice didn't really help me this week. Um, It has to be plain Mm -hmm. and and like it is by itself. And then the the second thing out of the three things I can recommend is the heavy metal detox smoothie, the medical medium heavy metal detox smoothie. That's the next thing. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And the third thing... You know, it's really, really optional. There's so many other things. I would say working on taking out something. Spirit of compassion calls troublemaker foods. So taking out troublemaker foods, and troublemaker foods are eggs, dairy products, or gluten because they feed pathogens. So if you were to do three things, it'd be like celery juice, medical medium heavy metal, you know, you know the, the detox smoothie, mm-hmm. and then the takeout. The troublemaker foods, the eggs, the dairy products, the gluten, so you're not feeding bugs. So you're actually not feeding bugs. If you do those three things, so it doesn't matter if you're plant based, you're not, you're vegetarian, you just believe in just eating fish, or you're keto, or you're high protein, or you're whatever you are, whatever belief system you kind of married into or fell into because someone mentioned it or it feels good, do these three things. Just start moving yourself forward. You know, get the medical medium books. If you can, go to the library. The right. library, don't even buy the books, go to the library, take them out for free. I don't care. I just want you to have them. And, Those are um, great tips. Well, then, you know, that's what we do. We, we, we take books to the library, Yeah. Move to the libraries, then we try that's to stock right. them. But anyway, um, make sure you get a hold of a book so you can learn. Yeah. So
0: that, yeah, yeah. Okay. So your top three tips are food related. I like it. That gives us a lot of power in, in our own healing. I'm curious. What are your thoughts on coffee for people who are healing from chronic illness?
1: I, I think it's I think it's used to kind of give people steam while they're while something is wrong. So you're not supposed to need coffee to function, right? So you're not supposed to ever need it. If you need coffee to function, then you're using a drug to com- to, to compensate for something that's wrong that you're not fixing.
0: hmm
1: So that's okay, how it that, works. That makes sense. So it, it, because what you're doing is you're trying to rely on adrenaline through caffeine to give you strength and energy because you don't have the strength and energy you need without the coffee.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and including focus and concentration without the coffee because adrenaline goes to the brain and it ignites focus and concentration in not a good way. And and so we're not supposed to use epinephrine from our adrenals, and we're not supposed to use a drug like caffeine to get by in today's world. So what do I think about coffee? I think if it's something you're using to get by for survival, I understand. If you're not doing like, if you don't know about. The right things to do to heal and to and to make sure you have that ability to think and clearly and feel energetic when you wake up in the morning and you don't know about the information that's out there, like the medical medium information and so forth, to, to get to that point. And you need coffee to get by, or you need you know. I understand completely, but what happens is with the coffee is it saturates the liver with caffeine. Um, it it dehydrates the body, chronically dehydrates the body. It it, these are some of the things it does. It helps burn out the neurotransmitters. It weakens and dehydrates them. So down the road you you can, you know, become more problematic with issues. Um, it's not a health food. Am I anti-coffee? It's not that I'm anti-coffee or anything. I'm just like if you're dealing with any kind of symptoms and condition, including anxiety and depression and or fatigue or any of these things, it's coffee and caffeine and then Forcing your adrenals to actually produce, you know, produce adrenaline to get you by is—I guess it's—it's—it's a—it's a a band aid to help you function. So I respect that one hundred percent, but it burns out the adrenals over time and it causes trouble. So that's that's kind of where I am on coffee. But at the same time, I never have ever said... I've never said to anybody, look, you're a dummy for drinking coffee. Why should you do that or anything ever in a million years? I'm like, I only feel bad and like, wow, you need coffee? Well, there's a reason for that. And it's yeah, because you you're hurting in some place. So let's work on it. Let's get those adrenals strong. Let's get that liver cleaned up. Let's get that brain working. Let's get those electrolytes going in the brain. Let's get your neurons stronger. Let's get the toxic heavy metals out. Let's get whatever pathogens you might that might be giving you um, conditions. Let, let's get those under control and even clean them up and get rid of them. And let's take care of things. Unless you're just somebody that just loves the addiction, you love the coffee addiction, mm-hmm. you're feeling good anyway, and you just love drinking it and then fasting all day long or not eating food all day long and doing coffee drinks all day and then running around and having a meal at night, I understand. But eventually that can burn you out too, burn out your adrenals and burn out your liver and cause all kinds of trouble.
0: Definitely been in that position before. And then what are your thoughts on healthy fats for people who are healing? Because I noticed with a lot of your protocols for healing chronic illness, there's not a whole lot of fat in there. Um, So I'm just curious, is that something that is taxing on the liver or what are your thoughts?
1: Well, this is how it works. Um, Healthy fats are better than unhealthy fats. Right. I mean, absolutely. Um, I love avocados. I mean, I love, you know, tahini, avocados, uh, uh, you know, hemp seeds are actually really incredible. Flax seed is is good. I always said it was good all all the way going back. Right. Um, Nuts and seeds, different pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, fantastic, all of this stuff. But if you're struggling with something, if you're struggling with anything, anxiety, depression, aches and pains, tingles and numbness, burning skin, jaw pain, neck pain, back pain, sciatic problems, and all kinds of other issues. If you're dealing with you know any kind of diagnosis or any skin problems or anything that's holding you back, you don't want the fats too high. You just don't want them too high. And there's a reason for that. And because fats, they cause a lot of trouble, when we're getting sicker, we have to kind of lower them, in fact, even remove them if we're really struggling. It's how I've actually been able to recover people too over the years, because the spirit of compassion said, wait a minute, you have to get the fats out of their diet for temporarily, you know, temporarily in their life, a little, a short time, and get the fats out so they can get more oxygen in the blood, because what happens is oxygen in the blood keeps pathogens, viruses, and bacteria that are what's making people sick, keeps it down because the more oxygen in your blood, it's it's antiviral. Oxygen is like antiviral, antibacterial. And so if you inundate, what you're, you inundate your diet with fats every single day in all ways and shapes and sizes, whether it's healthy fats, whether it's plant, animal fats, whatever it is, and you're bombarding your bloodstream and raising that blood fat to such a degree, you have less oxygen less oxygen in your bloodstream for for things that you need if you're dealing with some kind of viral condition like rheumatoid arthritis, eczema, psoriasis, um, lupus, Hashimoto's, whatever it is. And, or every other hundred million, you know, every other hundreds of autoimmune conditions, if you're dealing with that, plus toxic heavy metals, you don't want fats too high because here's how it works. If you want to kill off pathogens, it's hard to when they hide behind fats. That's how it works. If you want to kill off pathogens and you want to remove toxic heavy metals to to save your life, to get you better so you're not swimming in, in never, never land of alternative medicine and internet misinformation about health, if you want to get out of that world, you got to lower the fats. And, and I get it. It's going to anger somebody when I say that because the trend right now is healthy fats because everybody was on such bad fats for so long mm-hmm. that healthy healthy fats is a step better. And I'm all about a step better. It Get people off of you know grease and garbage and fast foods and processed foods and put them on healthy fats. I'm the first to say, let's do it. <laughs> but if you want to heal something you're really hurting with and you want to go further, we have to lower the fats. If you're plant based, don't rely on avocados, nuts, and seeds twenty four seven in oils. Drop them down. If you're and bring in much more leafy greens, so we can detox the blood, so we can get the poisons and toxins out, so we can get the, the heavy metals out, so we can get the liver the help it needs. Lower those fats if you're plant based or vegan. If you're if you're animal protein and you and you're into like a high protein animal diet, or you. You're into just straight keto, which is still kind of high protein too, because you're still going to be eating proteins when you're a keto diet. So it's whatever it is there, just make sure you lower the fats, lower the animal fats a little bit, bring them down. Mm -hmm. And when you bring them down, because a lot of keto diets now it's like some animal products and then you're still doing nuts and seeds and oils and avocados. You want to bring it all down and bring in more leafy greens, more spinach, more mosh, more, you know, more celery juice. More fruit now that's an evil word, fruit. So I got to be right. careful that's if I say
0: I wanted yeah. to ask you about too, just because people have a lot of hesitations about the natural sugars in fruit if they're eating an abundance of fruit. Well, so what are your thoughts?
1: Well, chronic illness is has is exploded, and it's not because anybody's eating fruit because people really don't eat fruit,
0: right? I agree. <laughs> so <I mean.
1: laughs> so it, it was just the whole thing about sugar because back about 10, 10 years ago or 15 years ago or something like that, um, the sugar thing was kicking up where sugar, sugar, sugar is why everybody's sick. And um, and so somebody woke up one morning and said, well, wait a minute, there's sugar and fruit. So that's obviously got to be bad. So then it kind of took off in the early days as a really a, a complete mistake in mm-hmm. the industry. Um, because... Fruit doesn't feed bugs. So fruit can't feed bugs. Fruit actually helps destroy bugs. You know, when you're dealing with fruit, and, and funny thing is, is I never told anybody just to eat fruit, you know. I'm talking about leafy greens, different vegetables. I'm talking about even potatoes, sweet potatoes, winter squash. I'm talking about those foods that are really powerful. Asparagus, tons of asparagus to get people better. I've offered so many times over the years, lots of celery juice. But the whole point is, is that fruit has its role and you can't be afraid of something that never made anybody sick to begin with because no one really ate any fruit. What a apple a month or an apple a week? What, you're yeah. talking about a banana in a lunchbox somewhere? What, what fruit is anybody even talking about? What, you mean a pint of berries, a pint of strawberries they had somewhere? That's yeah. why they're sick with the worst conditions and symptoms ever? I think the whole attack on fruit has been, I think it's a type of darkness, to be honest. It's the most bizarre yeah. thing that's ever It is bizarre. Because, yeah, because... I've seen fruit save people's lives. I mean, I, I've seen people bedridden with, the, with with multiple sclerosis, bedridden with lupus, bedridden with ALS. And if it wasn't for the fruit that was introduced into the diet that 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 the family started introducing to their diet, if it wasn't for that, they wouldn't be walking, talking, and back to life again. Wow. So you know, it's really sad when trends, because trends are created by men. That's what they're created by, by the way. Mm-hmm. So as a woman. I mean you sh- I think you should know that one because trends in alternative health are created by men. Right? Remember that? And men don't deal with women things, like issues. Like men don't have reproductive cycles to give birth so we can li- we can have like a future here on planet earth. Like okay. women have a tremendous responsibility. Yeah. Tremendous responsibility. And keeping the world strong. And women have suffered because of it and sacrificed because of it. Men don't sacrifice like women sacrifice. And so, and and, and that's a whole other thing I could go into, but the whole point is, is that trends are usually created by men that haven't suffered from conditions that women suffer from, like, you know, the fibros and, and fibromyalgia and the multiple sclerosis and all the different. Uh, fatigue and jaw pain and aches and pains, and all the suffering that women go through every single day, including endometriosis and, and PCOS and fibroids and everything. Right. Men don't suffer through all of that. It's actually, it actually was rare. A lot of men don't go through that. And all the diet trends, they were created by men who didn't experience anything women were experiencing. So we have to always keep that in mind. And the anti fruit thing. Was created by men. That was the that was the whole thing of go against fruit, and then wow. it just caught on, and everybody's just like, "Well, fruit? No fruit? Oh my god, mm-hmm. fruit's bad! I shouldn't eat those blueberries. Whoa, I shouldn't eat that pear. I can't eat that apple. It's too much sugar. What's it? And people don't even know what's causing their illness. So how can they tell anybody not to eat fruit when they don't even know what's causing the Lyme, or they don't they don't even know what's causing their multiple sclerosis, or or their aches and pains? Fruit. Fruit is critical for fertility. So people within, women within fertility, they have to bring in fruit in order to actually, you know, it benefits them for, for to be fertile. It's, it's a critical part of life. It's why it's on the planet. It's why it's on trees and in bushes. It's why we have wild fruit everywhere. It's right. why we have wild blueberries, which is, a, is a, oh my God, is the highest antioxidant ratios. And when someone says, well, let's fact check the highest antioxidant ratio, well, they don't understand that there's undiscovered antioxidants in fruit, tons of them. Science hasn't even looked at food yet. Like We haven't even, we haven't even looked at food and it's like, yeah. So, so the whole fruit thing is a, is a misconception. You have to be careful about that. Really careful. I know it angers people because they're trying to actually be like no carb, and I get that. But you want to bring in fruit. It's like it's, it reminds me of the the old keto diet. The old keto diet was just animal protein with with nothing else, and and then they realized too many people were getting sick. And so they ended up bringing more vegetables in the keto diet. Then they end up bringing in a little bit of fruit in the keto diet. Now the keto diet isn't even a keto diet. It's got the name keto diet, but it's got like berries in it and it's got this in it and that in it It's and sweet potato and it's just unbelievable. So technically, I think we're learning a little bit that I think we shouldn't be afraid of fruit by now.
0: (laughs) That's good. I think that that it's going to be really enlightening for people who have been afraid of fruit and i was definitely in that boat for a while but introducing more fruit into my life has been an incredible thing for my own healing and my own health so i have you to thank for that thank you uh-huh.
1: Well, you know, it's a spirit of compassion. You have to thank for that. I'm just both of you. I'm just
0: such a great messenger.
1: I'm just not. I'm not that smart guy that's just messaging it. But I can. I can write down the words that spirit gives me. Spirit of yeah. compassion gives me, and I could write down the words in the books and make sure it's word for word from exactly. spirit of compassion. But here's the thing too: is just know that. Men don't go through something women go through as far as immune system issues because women, when they have their cycle, 80% of their immune system drops because it protects the reproductive system so that life can be protected and move on. And so what happens is women, they have this susceptibility that men don't have. Men don't go through that cycle each month. And that cycle each month, what it does is it redirects the immune system and when it does that, if a woman is dealing with a viral infection, low-grade viral infection like an Epstein-Barr or an HHV-6 or a shingles variety or even streptococcus that causes acne or migraines, all this stuff, if women aren't dealing with—if if they have these infections in them and they're getting cycles— these infections can kind of like prosper. They can proliferate while they're getting their cycle because 80% of the immune system has to be redirected into the reproductive system. And then when ovulation occurs, you know, halfway through the month or so, every woman is different with that. When ovulation occurs, 40% of the immune system has to be redirected now to the reproductive cycle. Men don't have to go through this. So men walk around with a consistent immune system. And sure, men get sick too and they're getting sicker than they ever have in history, but not like women are going through. So because right. women, and what they're going through with their cycles, their immune system is gets compromised during their cycles. And, and or But we didn't have pathogens 80 years, 90 years, 100 years, 200 years ago. Women never had to deal with any of this. So when their immune system shifted to protect the reproductive system so life can move on, and life can, you know, to pr- prosper on the planet. They didn't have these pathogens we're up against. Now, women are up against pathogens. Chronic illness has exploded. Everyone's getting sick. Every single influencer on social media in the future is only going to be talking about their symptoms and That's not terrifying. their vacations. In five, seven, 10 years from now, influencers are not just going to be talking about their vacations they're taking or their trips, or whatever they're taking and doing and whatever, they're going to be talking about their symptoms.
0: Well, that's scary.
1: It's already happening now. I know. It's already I, happening now. I'm one and, of them. And I, so, yeah, so to to, emp- to empower women instead of disempower them and body shame them, we have to stop saying what alternative medicine is saying to women all the time. Okay, You can go to the greatest alternative practitioner, but they'll still believe your body's attacking itself. Mm-hmm. It's like, we have to stop blaming women Yeah. We have to stop blaming women for their sicknesses and their symptoms and illnesses. We have to start blaming science and research. We have to stop blaming women for their hormones when it's not their hormones, when it's actually real, there's real reasons why they're sick.
0: I couldn't agree more.
1: Yeah. We have to stop blaming them for their genes being faulty, but men's genes aren't faulty, just women's genes are faulty because men aren't getting as sick. So, it's it's just women's genes are faulty, I guess, now. And their bodies decided to turn against them. We're body shaming in a way like we've never before done in history. Mm-hmm. And it's it's disturbing, it's negligent, it's sad, it's disempowering, and you know, it's it's it yeah, it's disheartening. And it the is- bottom line, I mean the bottom line is is that It's all about empowerment with medical medium information. I think it's one, probably one reason why I even get some of the flack because the industry, the industry hates being called out for what it's doing. Yeah. You know, when you, you know, it's, it, when you want to protect women's backs and you actually want to care about their health care and you really want to, you really want to look out for women and their health and their children and you want to give them the answers they need, the industry hates that. Because what it does is it shows the industry has no answers for chronic illness. They still don't. And that's why everybody's throwing out guessing games and different things and ointments and treatments and the internet's filled with information. It sends you in 20 different directions Why people are still playing guessing games. It's so painful. But listen, I stand behind you out there because you can heal and it's not your body being faulty. If you're listening to this podcast, just know that I got your back. And I care and I stand behind you and I know you're working hard and I know you went through hell, even if it's a small symptom and it's driving you crazy or it's scaring you. I know what you're going through and and I know research and science needs to take responsibility. And I know that there is a way to heal and there is truth and you just have to remember that. And you know, if you're somebody that's into science or research and you're like, well, he's not a doctor or anything. Just know it help doctors solve cases for 35 years with this information from Spirit of Compassion. And know one one thing else that's important. If science and research had the answers, we wouldn't be exploding with chronic illness to a degree that we've never seen before in history because they don't have the answers. Just know that I understand your suffering. And there are people healing from the right information. And I just want you to hang in there.
0: Well, you're incredible. You're helping so many people. We're so, so, so thankful for you, Anthony. Before we go, I want to ask you a couple questions about you. So kind of moving away from all of that health stuff. Well, not really because your whole life is about health, but I would love to know just a few things about you. If you were a color, what color do you feel best represents your energy?
1: If I was a color, it would probably be like an ocean blue.
0: Oh, beautiful. I love that. What do you like to do for exercise?
1: I like to ride a bicycle. I like to walk. those are those are two things I, I like to well, I like to walk my dogs mm-hmm. for okay. exercise. so that's really cool. Yeah. And um, those are the two probably favorites out of any exercise that I do. but those are my two favorites.
0: Great. Who is your inspiration?
1: Well, it's not who, it's, it's like the group of people that are my inspiration. So the group of people that are my, that my the ones that have, that are fighting for their health, mm-hmm. fighting for answers, been through hell and back. They're, they're just, they're just my heroes. They're my heroes. So not only are they my inspiration, but it's the people who have dealt with chronic illness that have dealt with suffering, dealt, dealt with symptoms, and the underdog. Right. And the underdog, the people that have been swept under the carpet like they've been for decades. And um, it's it's anybody who's been struggling, who's struggled and struggled, you know, has been struggling, my heroes. And that's always been my inspiration.
0: That's beautiful. If you could give yourself one piece of advice 10 years ago, what would it be?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. One piece of advice, mm-hmm. um, probably, you know, get ready because you're gonna have you're gonna have to probably have a thicker skin because suffering has just started on planet Earth with chronic illness and. I wish I told myself that a little bit more because I'd be ready for now for how much is happening and what's happening. It's really sad, so yeah. sometimes i I wake up in the morning and like, "Wait a minute, do I am I strong enough for this? am I strong enough for this? And I say, "Yeah, we can do this, we can yeah. do this, but I should have pep talked myself a little bit more back in the day
0: I get that um well, you're definitely strong enough for this. if you were an animal, what animal would you be <laughs> I know these are just fun questions
1: no they're fun questions, you know and Look, you know, they may shift. I mean, the answers may shift. I mean, I've, I've, look, I've always said with that question, I think I've been asked that question before and I always said it would be a bird. So, mm-hmm. so yeah.
0: I like that. And then <laughs> what's next for you? What's on the horizon? Just starting
1: up on some YouTubes. And oh,
0: I didn't know that.
1: I never did that before. I just used YouTube as kind of like a holding place for certain videos and stuff. But now I'm actually bringing on people who have healed from medical medium information 10, 20 years ago. People I've helped oh, nice. out like twenty years ago, um, and you can go and look at my medical meeting YouTube channel and and check it out. I have I'm bringing on doctors and dentists and um, and friends, so it's really exciting. It's it's just a great it's a great YouTube you know it's a great YouTube channel now because I feel like that I'm able to help people in a different way. So to bring on some stories and bring on some great doctors and stuff like so it's it's great.
0: Yeah, that's great, and you'll reach a whole new audience because there's such an audience specific to YouTube. So that's exciting. I it can't is. wait to watch your videos. <laughs> All right, so with that, where can everybody find you? What Let's are your me- yeah. from?
1: medical medium <laughs> medicalmedium.com. dot com and go to go to medical medium? Yeah, Instagram. So
0: yeah, to see some amazing healing stories
1: yeah. and Facebook. Go to Instagram to see amazing healing stories. Go to YouTube go to facebook go to medicalmedium.com and you know learn about the information and give it a try you know yeah um, yeah i if you're somebody that's if you're somebody that's sitting on the fence look i get it the information that i bring is is advanced and it comes from uh, it comes from above and i don't blame you one bit um, but take a look and see what you think
0: amazing well thank you so much Anthony for coming on this was such a dream you know I've wanted to have you on for so long everybody listening knows that this was super exciting for me and also for them so thank you thank you so much
1: you're you're amazing and thanks for being in there and helping out people Mm -hmm. like you're doing and and everybody bless your heart and uh thank you for being here and listening love you much
0: yes love it All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this conversation with Anthony, full of incredible information about healing, about spiritual wisdom, about chronic illness, and that we have the power to heal, about women, about Lyme, about celery juice, about fibroids, PCOS. Basically, Anthony is the epitome of someone who's living a soul on fire life. And whether you agree with Anthony's information or not, it's pretty undeniable that Anthony is living his truth. He's living his best life. And I am so, so, so happy to have him in my life and to be connected with him and to consider him a friend. He is revolutionary. You can find his work in the documentary Heal, which was written and produced and directed by Kelly Goris, who's been on this podcast. You can also read his countless books and his new book that's coming out. We'll put a link to his the pre-order of his new book in the show notes. And we'll also put a link to my Amazon shop page, which has all of Anthony's books on there. I would start with his first book, which just dives into the medical medium lifestyle. I was so happy to have Anthony on. Like I said, I was basically just in awe. So I was listening to him a lot. I didn't want to interrupt him with tons and tons of questions because he was on a roll and he's so passionate. He has so much to share with us. I truly believe if we could all just tune into our bodies and give our bodies what they need to heal with food and herbs and supplements and whatever else, rest and detox and self-love and self-care, then we all have the power to heal, especially from these mystery chronic illnesses. And after suffering from a quote-unquote mystery chronic illness myself for all this time, I can't even tell you how much I appreciate the information that Anthony is putting out into the world. So I just want to give a huge thank you to Anthony for being here on the podcast, for sharing his wisdom with our Soul on Fire tribe. I also want to thank you guys for listening and for being here and remind you that we have our Soul on Fire Facebook group on Instagram. So just type type in Soul on Fire podcast tribe on Facebook to join us and meet friends from all over the world. Also, if you rate and review the show in iTunes and send me a screenshot to Jordan at TheBalancedBlonde.com, I will send you a free gift, which is my yoga ebook. It's 300 pages to thank you for rating and reviewing the show, which really helps with visibility and all the other things in iTunes. And then I wanted to thank Krista and Lindsay from Almost 30, for offering us the code BLONDE for $200 off of their Podcast Pro course. If you sign up now, basically within the next two days, then you'll get to join for all the live calls. And if not, the a la carte course will be available for forever, I believe as an evergreen course. And then thank you so much to our new sponsor, but not a new brand in my life, Go Macro. Use that code blonde for 30% off and free shipping. Try the oatmeal chocolate chip bar. It's amazing. And thank you also to the incredible Hum Nutrition, my go-to beauty supplements and use that code soul, S O U L for 20% off. Thank you guys so much for being here. As usual, if you have feedback or you have guest suggestions or you just want to say hi, send me a message or send me an email at, Jordan at the bondcom and we can connect. And I hope everyone has the most soul on fire day. I will leave you with a question today, which is how can you best support your body today? How do you feel in your body? And what would really, really feel good? Would you like to cancel your workout class and go rest tonight? If so, listen to your body. Or if you're planning on going home after work, maybe a hot yoga class would be really supportive. Just tune into whatever the answer is for you and let me know what it is on Instagram and we can... We can inspire each other. So thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Anthony. Dream come true, medical medium. We will all chat next week. And I love you guys.